Take from out of the middle of the Jordan, where the priest's feet stood firm, twelve stones, and lay them down in the place where you'll camp tonight. Joshua 4, 3. Dear God, thank you that you love to celebrate. As we read the Bible story of the Israelites crossing the Jordan River, help us to listen and understand how important it is for us to remember all the wonderful ways you help us. You're so good, and we love you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world. Cultivate curiosity and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. Crossing the Jordan. In our last story, we learned about Rahab and how she hid the two spies sent by Joshua, and in return, they promised to spare her family. In this story, we learn about Joshua leading his people with incredible signs provided by God as they crossed the Jordan River, as inspired by the book of Joshua. Hi, I'm Julia, and welcome to the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Today, we get to hear the Bible story of God's great miracle where Joshua and the children of Israel finally entered the promised land. Ready? Let's get started. One day, Joshua woke up and God spoke to him. He said, After today, everyone will look up to you. They will see you as a great man. They will all see that I am with you like I was with Moses. So Joshua asked the priests to take the Ark of the Covenant to the Jordan River and stand in the water. They carried the Ark and stood in the water as he said. Then, to show the people that the Lord was with him and that God would go before them in battle, Joshua performed a miracle. When the priests stepped into the water, It suddenly stopped flowing. A tall wall of water formed upstream, and the ground beneath them dried up. The priests carried the ark to the middle of the stream, and they stood in the middle until all of Israel crossed the river on dry ground. God then spoke to Joshua again and said, Choose one man from each of the twelve tribes of Israel. Have each of them pick up one stone from the dry ground of the Jordan River, where the ark was resting. Then tell them to carry the stone to the other side of the river. Then have them carry the stones to the camp and build a monument as a reminder of this day. Joshua did as he was instructed. Each tribe chose one man that would carry the stone, They carried the large stones to the other side of the river. Joshua then grabbed twelve more stones from where the priests stood and stacked them to build a monument in the middle of the river as a reminder to the Israelites that God would take care of them. 
Then all the people looked at Joshua and saw that God was with him just as he said. Once all of the people of Israel crossed the river, Joshua told the priests with the ark to come up out of the river and onto the bank of water. As soon as they came out of the river, the waters crashed down and flooded the river again. They then continued on their way to a place called Gilgal. They set up camp there, and Joshua had the men stack the twelve stones into a monument, as God had commanded. He then said, When the children for generations come to see these stones and ask why they are there, their parents will tell them about today, the day that God dried up the Jordan River so that his people could cross on dry land. Because of these stones, all the world will know about the power of God and his mighty name. Then, word of this miracle spread throughout the land. All of the people of Canaan heard about how the waters stopped flowing, how the wall of water formed, and how the Israelites walked over on dry land. This showed just how powerful the God of the Israelites was, and the cities became very afraid. They knew that God had promised to give their land to the Israelites. Then God spoke to Joshua and said to have the Israelite men be purified and distinguished from the other men of Canaan through circumcision, as God had once commanded before. This had not been done since they left Egypt forty years ago. Soon after they did as God commanded, they celebrated the Passover in remembrance of God's grace. The bread that God had been providing for them stopped coming, and they were now able to live off of the land that God had given them. Did you hear what happened in our story today? The Israelites finally made it into Canaan. Woohoo! It took them 400 years of waiting in Egypt and 40 years of wandering in the desert. So let's take just a minute now to celebrate with them because God loves celebrations. When I count to three, I want you to clap and cheer as loud as you can. Are you ready? One, two, three. Woohoo! Okay. Thank you for celebrating with me. Going into Canaan was very special for the Hebrews. And just as God had performed a great miracle to prove he was with the Israelites when they left Egypt, he did another great miracle to prove that he would be with them as they entered the promised land. Because God is faithful no matter what. Now that Moses was gone, God wanted the Israelites to trust Joshua as their leader. Joshua had been Moses' faithful servant since leaving Egypt, and God knew Joshua would be a good leader for his people. He made sure everyone else knew it too. Do you remember what happened? Joshua told everyone to get ready for the big day. Then he had the priests carry the Ark of the Covenant to the edge of the Jordan River. The Ark of the Covenant was a special box God had asked Moses to build when they built the tabernacle. 
The box was covered with gold and had two beautiful angels on top of it called cherim. Inside the box were the stone tablets of the Ten Commandments, some manna, and Aaron's staff. When God would speak to Moses or the high priest, he would rest between the cherim. So when the Israelites carried the Ark of the Covenant, they felt like they were carrying God with them. And when the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant stepped into the Jordan River that day, everyone knew God was with them because the rushing river water just stopped. As the priests took a step, the water pulled back a step. And step after step after step, the water piled up on the left side and the right side so that the priests walked along a dry path of ground. Then the priests carrying the ark stopped in the middle of the river, and all the children of Israel crossed over on dry ground, just like they had when they escaped Egypt. That's amazing. Let's give God another cheer. Woohoo! God always makes a way for his people. It was a big moment to celebrate, a moment the Israelites wanted to remember forever. So Joshua asked 12 men, one from each tribe of Israel, to grab a huge stone from the path in the middle of the river. Each man brought his stone to the other side and put it with the others in a big pile, a memorial, so the Israelites would never ever forget what God did for them that day. The memorial made it where years later, when boys and girls like you came to that pile of stones and asked, why are these big rocks here? Their parents could tell them the story of that very special day. And Joshua built his own memorial to God in the middle of the Jordan River. When the Israelites were finally in Canaan, they celebrated Passover, remembering how God had been faithful to them for their whole lives. And because they finally ate food that was grown in the promised land, they didn't need manna anymore. And so it stopped. A brand new life was starting for the Israelites, and it was beautiful. I'm so glad you joined me for today's story. Come back next time to hear what happens when the Israelites march on Jericho, Rahab's city that was protected by a huge wall. Remember, the Bible is the best story ever told, and it's all true. If you like this podcast, subscribe to it so that you can get the latest episodes as they are released. Kids Bible in a Year is a great resource for kids and parents to learn God's Word. Thank you for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, unapologetic God's truth on today's topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, 
Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.